Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Bob Talks and this week in Voices of Bengaluru I have with me a really really interesting and fun personality. Um I'm welcoming Vamsidhar Bogaraju. He is a stand-up comic, writer and actor. So, hi Vamsi, thank you for taking your time out to be on the show despite all your other commitments as of now. Hey Samyukta, thanks so much man. It's my pleasure. Uh, really looking forward for this. So, I looked you up a little bit on the internet, you know, so I had to like Google you and uh, I just wanted uh, you know as part of research or whatever. <laughs> so, I saw your website and yeah. then I was so interested, I was so intrigued by your bio. It's a tall, lanky and cranky. Is that how you define your personality as or like Yeah okay yeah I mean tall purely because I am lanky because uh, I don't eat too well and cranky because I guess because I don't once again eat too well so <laughs> But that doesn't really yeah, so that's much like it. the kind of work that you do because um I remember the first uh, stand up video of yours that I watched was the one about your name you know and like I've noticed that right. there is a repetition you know like how you you have this thing based according to your name your name is very typically south indian do you actually find it difficult to like interact with people otherwise when you're introducing yourself or is that just for the like the comedy part of it no i mean a, a little bit of uh, both actually uh, i mean when i tell people my name they're like oh my god like did anybody ever crack this joke about your name i'm like yeah of course like <laughs> they have i'm 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 turning 40 now so i pretty much heard all the jokes about my name yeah uh, what is the uh, best so, one though Oh, nothing with the ones I do myself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. But, uh, so you obviously, you didn't have a career that just started off in comedy. So you were in the lingerie industry, right? So why, how did this entire thing even happen? How? Okay. So, I mean, I, my entire career was not in lingerie. I was in marketing for a good 11 years. Yeah. Yeah. In, uh, yeah across different, different industries, actually. There was diamond jewelry. There was hospitality. Hmm. Uh, lot of retail and in retail uh, towards the end of it was when I was the head of marketing for a lingerie brand. Uh, so, I mean, one of the reasons I moved out was because, I mean, the re- one of the reasons I really worked for about 11 and a half, 12 years in the corporate sector was because uh, I had a lot of commitments. Uh, like we were kids, me, my, I was around three, my sister was five and my parents, uh, uh, I mean, the, the business just went south completely. Like we kind of nosedived and uh, we were, wasn't the best of times growing up my parents did struggle a lot to make sure that my sister and I got a good education and uh, so as kids we thought okay it's our job to buy our parents a house and kind of build back the factory uh, which we which we successfully did and then by the time I could finish those financial commitments was, once I was done with those commitments I thought okay now maybe is the time for me to do these things like pursuing passion and you know <laughs> or hobbies and interests and all that stuff so yeah yeah so i mean that, that's why I, I probably got into this whole thing a little late but uh, i have no complaints because uh, i think it is those experiences that actually help me with what i'm doing today be it comedy or be it uh, basic writing or film writing or, or whatever it is but like what struck you about like uh, the field of comedy? What made you just think that I can go up on a stage and just make people laugh? Is there some, did you have a moment like that when you realized that you could do it? I was pretty much the clown growing up, dude. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. and my parents were like, were like really supportive. Uh, I, I think as a family, that's a trait we have. We all tend to laugh at uh, anything that went bad with us. So mm-hmm. like if I were to hurt myself, like the first reaction would be my parents and my sister laughing. It would not be like, oh my God, what happened? Like mm-hmm. look at how he felt. 
right? So, and, and that's something that all of us have. And and growing up also in school, I used to participate in a lot of these uh, fancy dress, Mona acting thingies. I was like the go-to clown at school, at college, uh, at work. Hmm. And uh, when I realized that there are people who do this and actually make money only doing this, I thought I'll give it a shot too. So, but um, how long has it been now for you in comedy and how, how is it going with this situation? Uh, I complete seven years in Jan. Uh, mm-hmm. I quit working about five years back, but I didn't quit to pursue comedy. I actually quit to start my own film production house. Um, always wanted to end up uh, making films. Uh, comedy was something, I, it still surprises me that people would pay to watch uh, someone just come and crack a few jokes on stage. I, I still get uh, like pleasantly surprised every time uh, I look back and see that I actually could pull up a couple of years just doing comedy because uh, the production house didn't really take off too well. And comedy just was keeping me alive and I was like, wow, this is not bad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice. I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful that the people still pay to watch me. I mean, that's about it. <laughs> Like but, I, I still haven't paid and watched anyone's show. Like I, I haven't gone for a play. I haven't gone for a comedy gig. <laughs> wow, that's that's some insider stuff that you're telling us. But like, do you do you think that you will ever? Is that is that ever in your plan to like just want to go and watch a show? Is there somebody's show that you'd specifically want to go and watch live? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, no, I just can't. I don't know how people do this. Like you know, you have to go early. You have to. You'll have to park or whatever, you know, get a cab and then you go, then they like close the doors. They're like, you can't go out, take a leak. You can't, like, <laughs> like you can't, you, you can't grab a smoke. Like you can't drink or eat. Like there's so many, so many. I mean, for me, having fun is just like having fun. Like I wouldn't want to have so many restrictions on having fun. So what's your idea of having fun then? If like you don't hang out with your friends at shows or you don't want to go for plays or what do you do? Oh, nothing, man. I mean, just like, dude, and, and I'm not. Just like most people are like way funnier than a lot of comics are on stage. Like in real life, you yeah, <laughs> we're having a conversation. You might, you might just come up with something witty on the spot that I haven't heard before. And that's going to crack me up much more than a, than a really <laughs> rehearsed bit or something like that. I, I actually can't believe this is what you're saying. But it's it's really cool. And also, you're, you're a Bangalore boy, right? Like born and brought up here? Or, yes. Yes. So... Um, so how, I mean, it, it's very obvious, I think, if somebody, if, if another Bangalorean is talking to you and in the first 30 seconds, I can probably figure out your Bangalorean, right? So is that is that something you in, like add on to your personality on stage or or you add it on? No, I mean, it, it, it happens. No, I mean, it, it just happens. There is no, uh, there's no conscious effort to be Bangalorean. I mean, come on, dude, you've grown up all your life here. So it's, it's, that's pretty much you, right? And, uh, uh, but I've noticed that, uh, that Bangaloreans are kind of accepted everywhere i mean not just in bangalore yeah like this this is something we we bring to the table right yeah like you can you can always go to bombay and and, and just speak your bangalore hindi and they mean at least i mean maybe they're laughing at you but but still i'm sure we'll, we'll have a a greater insight to just the accent yeah man it's it's it's, it's fantastic but yeah i'm 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 very proud to be a bangalorean <laughs> what is what do you think is the most bangalorean trait you have most bangalorean trait dude i can drink in any local bar uh I can. <laughs> how shady? Do you, how shady can you go? But how shady do you want? want it to go? I mean, uh, uh, yeah. So like from uh, like from Aishwarya wines to Akshaya bar to a toy, like it, it really doesn't matter as yeah. as long as uh, we have good company. We know like like we also know what to order in each of these places, right? Yeah. Like you you go to Aishwarya, you just stick to nifert and mixture. Like you don't risk it to the food. Yeah. <laughs> you go, 
కూడా అక్షయ్ ఐ విల్ ప్రాబ్లీ డూ వన్ తందూరి కబాబ్ గో టు టాయ్ టు చుమా ట్రై అండ్ ఫ్యాన్సీ అండ్ ఆల్ దట్ అండ్ లేటర్ యు కమ్ బ్యాక్ అండ్ అగైన్ డ్రింక్ యు నైస్ వేరా సో ఇట్స్ యా బట్ లైక్ గ్రోయింగ్ అప్ uh i mean like did you so i don't know for us at least um, you know i don't know people nowadays people who are in college and things like that so they start this whole culture of um, you know drinking and like they, they kind of romanticize this idea of drinking in bangalore oh bro chinlungs and bobs and this and that so have you like do you have that kind of an attachment with one specific place that you're like you know this is my drinking spot it's always been guzzlers in for me because uh, with what I mean, that, that was the first guzzlers in okay guzzlers okay ha huh? i haven't heard of it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so guzzlers uh, it's 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 still open it's still around mm. uh, so that was the first real pub pub that i'd set foot into because before that i could only afford this local bars of course like chinlung i think you have to visit if you're a bangalorean 100% uh, we also had yeah we also had this place called carnival that was diagonally opposite chinlung which no longer exists mm. uh, but yeah so but but guzzlers was there then it's still there now uh, there was picos also the old picos which is diagonally opposite yes. that guzzlers you had to go there for your sunday brunches they would play led zeppelin sunday morning at 10 o'clock while you're having appam and stew come on like wow, wow. that's that sounds mad <laughs> so um i mean so you did your so you did you do your degree in like i mean what do you do your degree in in bangalore uh many things dude i'm quite highly uh, qualified, qualified. Think, so <laughs> <laughs> so i i got i barely managed to pass my second pc and so i thought i would not get an engineering seat so yeah. i joined bsc and by then the engineering ranks came out and i had got like 21000 or something that time it was like unheard of like like <laughs> okay. nobody would get more than 15000 okay so i was like pretty much a path breaker back then yeah and i was Start entering the hard. 21st century with a yeah with the rank of 21000 and uh, i actually did get into an engineering college in bidar which is and um, so i joined uh, engineering there i flunked my first year and then my parents decided to move me to bangalore and they somehow believed i can still be an engineer so they once again put me in an engineering college in bangalore and okay. i flunked again and then uh, and then ultimately they were like what are you good at and i was like i'll probably do something like bbm or something <laughs> <laughs> so then i did bbm and uh, which is the most useless degree anyone can do and uh, oh. huh. yeah <laughs> i'm really power packed so, yeah. <laughs> 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 so i did my bbm no dude seriously like in, in your in your third year bbm there's a 17 mark question like what are the qualities of a salesman and you your answer would be something like good communication skills he should be clean he should be clean shaven he should polish shoes iron clothes and and actually you'd get 17 marks i'm like wow wow <laughs> but then if you think about it that way the no degree has any purpose no Hey, come on, dude! I'm sure you like go to study to become a doctor and all that. Oh, maybe <laughs> they wouldn't ask you qualifications. Good like... doctor, brushing teeth or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Except for that, I'm saying courses like BBA and stuff yeah. is just yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you finished your college, and then, uh, you, so did you always think that you had this writer gene in you? Because now you're writing films and you're writing ads and you're doing so much more with just writing. So did you think that you had it in you back then? No, honestly, no. I, I mean, I knew I could. If I get on stage, I can like probably hold my own for a little bit at least. Mm-hmm. And then, as I kept getting on stage, the confidence just increased. But uh, I never really thought of myself as a writer mm-hmm. uh, until I kind of realized that if I'm doing a one-hour show, and and with comedy, it has to be 
original content. I, yeah. I can't come on stage and say, hey, so I heard Samyukta's joke the other day and I can't do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so if, yeah, if I can write one hour's worth of jokes and stuff like that, so maybe I should try writing some other stuff. And um, the feature film happened purely by chance. Danish and Saad were making this film. Yeah. And they said, can you help us with the, with the Kannada dialogues? And because you're a Bangalore, and we want the language to be simple and not like hardcore Kannada. Yeah. And uh, I gave it a shot. It, it did pretty well. Mm. So then I got on board even for the web series. But it's, it's something that probably comes a little naturally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, am I surprised? Maybe yes, but... Uh, but I guess it's there. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not really writing some, some really like deep stuff. I'm not writing great philosophy, right? I'm but you do. You are writing viral stuff, so that still takes some kind of uh, talent, no? But that that is what you never know. No? I mean, there's maybe I'm sure every artist has some work that he or she is really proud of, right? That yeah. has probably like three three views or something. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Hard relate. <laughs> But uh, yeah. now that you're writing, you know, now that you're writing for uh, web series and you're writing for, uh, you know, like ads and Danish's videos and things of that sort, um, and you also kind of um, alternate as a, as a comedian and then as an actor, um, you're kind of an all-rounder when it comes to like this, this aspect of like entertainment and things like that. So um, I don't know, how has that journey been so far for you? Like, It's... Uh... It's been quite, quite interesting, I should say, because uh, uh, like the first couple of years, um, I was almost bitten by that. Uh, oh, but I'm an artist. Oh, that, right? Which is, yeah, which, which, which was, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I came out, came out of it uh, pretty fast because of what not too many people tell us is there's a, there's a business side to art while there is art itself. Yeah. And uh, you need to kind of draw that fine balance. Uh, um, luckily, I, I realized that a, a little uh, early. Uh, so, so that that was that, that that was pretty interesting. Another thing I uh, that that really helped me was uh, all my years of work was what actually translated to comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, if I hadn't worked and immediately after college, I decided to become a comic or something, I probably wouldn't have much to say on stage because. Uh, I will have no experience of my own to have an opinion that I can have, right? It'll mm. largely be hearsay or a very underformed opinion. Right. So, yeah. So it's it's uh, it's been interesting. Uh, not not always up. Quite a few downs. Maybe more downs than ups. But uh, but I guess uh, that's that's it for everyone. So yeah. um, I think. Uh, to kind of bring it together, would you do you have like any one really unforgettable memory of your show? Like anything that happened, even if it's embarrassing, like one show that you will never forget. I have I have a I have a few shows that I would never forget, but one that's always going to remain with me until I die is there was this one show I did in uh, in the Andaman Nicobar Islands. It was a corporate show, hmm. uh, so they they put me up in some kind of a weird lodge and then they drove me down to the Taj. Mm. Uh, which was about some 27 kilometers away and uh, and the beautiful thing about those islands is that there's no wi-fi so every yeah. hotel has this massive boats that say no wi-fi here right like as yeah. a, that's something to be proud of <laughs> and uh, yeah so, so I, I was doing this show it was for uh, some, some some japanese company yeah and of course uh, they they had no clue what i was talking about right 
and uh, the show started and i was wearing a suit i don't i've never worn a suit to a comedy show but they said please come dressed up formally and man i was in the suit the heat of andaman it's i'm sweating every joke is eating shit right like it's right. Like, there's so much silence this nobody even smiling like to give you any confidence and the sweat is dripping off my forehead and hitting the mic and the, i can hear my my own sweat oh my <laughs> smack against the mic yeah and and, and the thing is i had to do 30 minutes like I, i i can't get away like i and then time just moves so slowly and ah yeah then i got off the stage after 30 minutes and i can't book a cab because there's no wifi and i have to wait for the entire event to get over everyone have their dinner and drinks and then i had to get dropped back oh so it was God. like a good doctor as of yeah half hour of me eating shit on stage and then three and a half hours of me standing up <laughs> awkwardly while people stare at me oh my god wow okay yeah that's it that like came up to me and, yeah no so after the show people come up to you especially when it's a bad show and then they try to crack the jokes and tell you what a good joke is and and you that have happens. to be kind to them Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it happens. It happens. Even when you have a good show, people will come come up to you and they're like, "Hey, you should try this. Include this in your joke next time." But but when you have a bad show and you're just hanging around there because you can't escape, that's when they come up to you with like, you know patronizing tone and be like, "See, maybe you should try hard. Like, don't give up and stuff like that." Oh my! Oh wow! Okay. So like um. Uh, kind of kind of want to just sum it up all together and we agreed to not have any gyan in the show but i think you have to finish it off with some gyan now that you've told us all of this so what is the one uh, thing one inspiring thing you want to share with the youth of today oh man nothing man just just please 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 just keep it at whatever you're doing uh, most of us are still trying to figure out uh, what to do uh, yeah. what's our niche what is our strength we have no clue what is going to go viral we have no clue what's going to eat shit we have no clue what will be appreciated uh just keep at it if that's what you want to be doing uh please do realize that you're going to have more downs than ups and uh and if art is your is is what you're planning for it to be your primary source of income i would say please think twice please be smart uh, have a part time job uh make some money uh, pay your bills get some experiences under your belt all this is going to help you with your art eventually that is see you said you said you didn't want to do the gyan part of it but that was so good honestly that's that's what people need to hear i think so thank you so much thank you for doing this and um, yeah is there so is there something that you're working on right now that we should all look out for uh we i've i've just written a feature film i'll be directing it that'll be my directorial debut uh, starting oh. next state uh yeah Yeah, so we planning to start production in uh, Jan if everything goes well and this whole COVID thingy kind of uh, settles down and and you know shooting is allowed and stuff like that. But yeah. but right now it's a little fluid because we don't want to set and we don't want to make any big announcements and declarations because it's still so volatile and uh, right. not very safe. Yeah. But but that's something that uh, I'm looking forward to when it happens. That will be my next big thing, so to say. But otherwise, uh, pretty much living life day by day and continuing to. do us stuff so right so that that sounds so cool so good luck with that and uh, thank you so much for taking your time once again for being on this episode yeah thanks amrita my pleasure